Bhante Buddhism emphasizes a good and respectful relationship with parents, and the opposite of that can create terrible karma. But how should a child, now an adult, act when he or she had a bad parent, alcoholic, unfair, or abusive, for example? Well, one of the reasons... Well, there's many different aspects to this question that we have to understand. The first one, and probably the most important, is the different the ability to or the importance of differentiating between your circumstances and your actions so um, there are well the vast majority of us are brought into this world in less than ideal circumstances to say the least some people are born in terrible circumstances it's important not to confuse that with how you, with your responsibility or your, your own actions. So in other words, not to let that drag you down, to say, I am unlucky or, or my life sucks, you know, my life is terrible, and so on and so on, and let that drag you down and let that determine how you live your life. Because that's what we can't control, and that is merely a product of where we are in this moment, you know, where we're coming from. So it's, it's it could be a, a curve up, and so things are getting better, but then it could be a curve down, and things are getting worse. We could be at the at a low point. Um, we don't know what the future holds. the The circumstances that we find ourselves in are circumstantial so they, they don't really have a bearing on on us on our quality of the quality of, of who we are so the meaning is there's no excuse therefore there's no um, benefit in trying to excuse yourself from or, or for your behavior based on your situation now it's obviously more likely that people in bad situations are going to behave poorly. Actually, I'm not even sure if that's true. It, it, it seems to, there's, there, for some people there's a correlation there, but for some people there's an inverse correlation. So as people do better in life, they act worse, right? People, when they were poor, they were kind and generous because they understood suffering, they understood what it meant to be without but once they attain to luxury, to opulence, to, to wealth, they become mean and selfish and, and, and uh, addicted to their pleasure. So there, there's no excuse there. You can't say, um, I have a bad relationship with such a person, so therefore I should treat them poorly. I mean, that's basically, that's the Im implication here. So the... The, the, if, if, you take, if you were to ask this about an ordinary person, well, let's, let's rephrase the question and say, I know we're supposed to treat people kindly, but what if someone's really mean to you? Right? Obviously, if you understand anything about Bud the Buddha's teaching, you know that that's not an excuse at all. There's, the, the Buddha himself was our best example of this, how he treated 
he said how he said his love for Devadatta, the monk who tried to his cousin who became a monk and tried to kill him and and on several occasions split up the sang the sangha the followers of the Buddha um, encouraged the prince to this prince Ajatasattu to kill his father and so on and so on. The Buddha said, "My love for him is equal to my love for Rahula, my son." And so. The idea that you can somehow be excused for uh, treating one person, someone poorly, based on uh, because they're just too difficult to deal with, is erroneous. The the point being that there, it's not about some judge say letting you off and saying, "Oh, that's okay." You know, I understand how you could be upset at that person because they're really a mean and nasty person. Karma and and reality isn't like that. It's harsh. It's cold. It's impersonal. There is no one. Go there's no mitigating circumstance, or there, there's no um, wiggle room. You know, if you get angry at someone, whether they're a nice person, a good person, or a bad person, the anger, the quality of your mind, um, is, is the is a measure of the, the bad karma. Now, that's the first thing you have to understand. There, it's not the whole answer, I don't think, because um the there is a mitigating factor to how strong your your bad intentions are going to be so if someone's very very nice to you or very very kind to you has done good things to you for you and you harm them or if someone is pure is good is whether they've done anything good for you if they're they're in general a pure individual if you harm them there's a greater disturbance in the the force or you know, <laughs> disturbance in the force disturbance in whatever it is that makes up the universe uh, in your own mind there, it requires greater corruption uh, and so the karma that you create will most likely be more powerful so the well while there is no excuse for treating someone poorly you're you're less likely to be uh, incredibly corrupt when you get angry at someone who is, or you, you treat someone poorly, who is a, a nasty person. So, in regards to our parents, the there are two reasons that I can think of, or that I understand based on the teaching of the Buddha, uh, as to why it's important to be kind to them. And this should help to answer the question. The first one is in regards to our roles and responsibilities. Our, uh, not, not exactly roles and responsibilities, let's put it more, those things that lead to social harmony, lead to mental harmony, lead to interpersonal harmony, uh, which we call our responsibilities or our roles. They are important insofar as they lead to harmony, both inside of ourselves and in the world around us. So without having, um, or the, 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 the lack of parents, so parental support, is a very, very bad thing. It's something that causes harm to us. It's something that disrupts a family, disrupts society when, when parents are no longer caring for their children, looking after their children. And likewise, when children are no longer respecting their parents, 
when uh, it, it, it's a disturbance, it's a chaos, and it's a breeding ground for unwholesomeness. So I think you could probably make a strong case for the amount of unwholesome activity increasing in those families that are dysfunctional. I think there's, there's it's pretty much a given that that's that, there, that there's a general relationship there. Whereas families that are functional, that are supportive, that ha are respectful, that have a clear um, sense of of respect. Uh, in terms of and support, so going both ways, are more likely to cultivate wholesomeness. So, uh, in that sense, is going back to where you find yourself. You find yourself being born into a situation where your parents are uh, abusive, alcoholic, um, are are unsupportive to their children. Now, that that means as a, here's the perfect family. You're here, or you're you 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 um, have have lost something of that. Now, this doesn't. No, th this just means that your family situation is less than perfect. Now, this question kind of Im kind of implies that it would be somehow beneficial, therefore, or or somehow reasonable to make it even worse, right? Or to to take what little potential there is for. F familial harmony, family harmony, um, domestic harmony, and, and reduce it. You see, so you, the, the point being, you still have, you, you don't have the ability to control your parents, but each individual in the family has the potential to, to add or subtract, to, to benefit or to harm the family, and so this is what you're looking at. So, my answer to this question would would be um, in regards to the difference between your uh, your poor relationship with your parents, which actually makes things worse, which can't hope to benefit the family, and your patience and uh, forbearance and kindness and compassion and equanimity. In, in the face of uh, an imperfect family situation, which, which has the potential to benefit the family. And this is the case with all things. When, when life hands you lemons, make lemonade. The, you're, you're, you can't change what you're given, but that doesn't mean you should sit back and say, well, I was given a bunch of lemons, so I obviously can't make anything good out of this. I was given a, 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 a poor... Hand, dealt a poor hand in life, which actually is, as I said, just a, a, a measure of where you are now. It's not a measure of who you are, or it's not an indicator of how you should act at all. Um, so the, the, the important thing is how you react, how you behave in regards to the cards that you're dealt, the hand that you're dealt. So... That's the the first aspect of this question, is that just as a function of creating harmony, it's just like a relationship with anyone, except that there is, I think, room for a sort of parental 
uh, role that one should accept. So these are my parents, and there is a benefit to respecting them, no matter who they are, in, in the sense of, of helping them to fulfill their roles or supporting them in fulfilling their roles, even if they're crappy at it, even if they're failing at it. You don't help them fulfill that role by having a crappy relationship, by, by responding poorly to them. So anything that you can do to help them to fulfill that role, and, and, and you can feel this, you can, you can sense this. It, it doesn't mean you allow them to be alcoholics or you support them in their alcoholism. It means you find ways to, to mold the family as best you can at least insofar as it's your responsibility to do so, which means you aren't responsible for the entire family, but you can at least do your part. Um, by doing that, it's much better to act in that way than to um, act poorly. So, the first part. Second part is, I think there is also, that being said, also room for discrimination in the sense that if the family, in the sense that that one of the, the other reason why parents are so worthy of our respect is because they're actually worthy of our respect, that they've actually done something to support us. So a parent who um, had sexual intercourse with your mother and you who you've never met, you know, so, I mean, in the, in the most extreme case, the man who raped your mother for, the, for that and, and who you never met, obviously... Um, in regards to roles, it would be great if somehow you could get that person to be the father, but um, that being said, a substitute might be, for example, a stepfather. Now, often due to emotions and, and, and relations and connections, that doesn't happen. Step-parents step are often unable to, to find the same level of um, of attachment or endearment or caring for their children. But for a person who has been negligent, for a parent who has been negligent, who has been uninvolved with the family, um, well, the role might be, would have been nice. Sometimes you have to cut your losses and accept you know, a one-parent family where, where you're, you're not at all related with the parent and and so sometimes it's just making do with what you have and sometimes the best way to relate to a parent is to stay away from them and eventually um, in many cases I think especially as one in, in most or in all cases once one begins to practice the Buddha's teaching um, one, one becomes more and more detached from one's family because eventually one begins to get this universal sense of love where one treats all beings uh, equally. And so then it's just a matter of responding to people appropriately and you would respond to your parents as a, as a child should in whatever society you're in just as a matter of duty. But um, I think for an abusive parent... Um, there is often, or, or, or a neg negligent parent, there is room to simply say that person's not a part of my life. And 
to, to, I guess, to rearrange the roles or to rearrange the structure of one's family, where one says single-parent family or no-parent family, if one was put up for adoption or so on. I mean, it, it gets complicated, you see. So part of it is in regards to um, the, the roles and, and the structure. The other part of it is in regards to the actual relationship. If a parent has been abusive or, or negligent, then uh, they don't really fulfill all of the greatness that is involved with being a parent. I mean, it's a great thing that your mother carried you for nine months. may not have been such a great thing that your father did you know, by inseminating her or, 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 or more importantly, in, in abandoning you at birth or having never met your father or so on. So, definitely, if you can, you want to try to do your best to create a, a wholesome family environment. It's just practically speaking, useful and, and beneficial and harmonious uh, source of peace. But practically speaking, you sometimes have to cut your losses. And as a Buddhist, I think eventually it means less and less to you. Certainly, I think there's a, mis there's a misunderstanding among many Buddhists that family relations are somehow important and, and intrinsic to the path, and I think definitely they're not. The teachings that the Buddha gave in regards to family were conventional teachings. There's, there's no sense that any relationship is really important uh, except maybe one's relationship with one's teacher, which has a sense of being somewhat intrinsically important, if you can put that, or, or in some sense intrinsically important insofar as it leads one directly to enlightenment. Other relationships are, are functional and, and auxiliary and incidental. But, but important, you know, there's certainly a person who has bad relationship with their parents will have a difficult time practicing just because of how intense the feelings are and often the feeling, the, the, the ingratitude that's involved in that when a, per, when a parent has been supportive, has tried their best, has done good things and, or, or when, a person has, when a parent has been abusive and that affects you and the person hasn't forgiven, hasn't let go and, and still has bitter feelings towards their parents it creates a chaos in one's mind, it creates a depression, a sadness, an upset, a feeling of low self-worth and, and, and has a lot of mental repercussions, so often forgiving your parents is a part of that and so on. So it's certainly something not to be taken lightly, but not something to be dogmatic about either. Parents do have a strong, generally a strong relationship with their children, even psychologically when the, the parent who's abandoned you uh, often uh, it's an important part of your practice just to settle it, to actually go and find that parent and meet them, right? So, um, there's no exact science, but it is an it is a, a, a important, a weighty sort of um, aspect of life, part of life, something that you have to take seriously. Anyway, hope that